Hey there, and welcome to episode 12 of Cast Reflect. I am your host, Josh, and I'm joined, as always, by Connell Luke the Truth Jennings. Hello, how are you? I'm all good. How are you going? Okay? Not too bad, not too bad. A bit warm today. It's a bit it is, warm. It is getting hot, in it? Yeah. I feel like this room, because we can't have the window open, because obviously we're recording, it's oh, just starting got, to sweat out now. Got mine ajar. Oh, have you? Have yeah. You? If you hear the seagulls, but to be honest, they're loud. They would get through the window. Well, you live in Brighton, mate. Obviously famous for its seagulls. They're they? enormous. They're enormous. Yeah. They are. They Do you are know what the most annoying thing is? Because I live on the top floor of my flat. Yeah. In the mornings, in the summer, they go and get like clams and stuff from the beach. And then they sit on the roof and they just smash them into the roof to try and break them open. <laughs> oh it's like 6am and it's just like, come, come. That's not what you want in your life, is it? I have to That's get a glass of water and I go out on the balcony and just throw it over the top of the house. Just oh, get them mate. to fly away. They're just a nightmare. They're an absolute nightmare. You been playing anything? I, I've been. I tried a new game out. Tried a new game out and I actually completed it. It's only a little short one. It's called cool. The Gardens Between. It's a little okay. puzzle game. Um, and basically, you can play the whole game with uh, left trigger, right trigger, and you just control time. And you've got two friends, Arena and Frent. Um, <laughs> right. And yeah, you, you just get like these little puzzles. And if you hold right trigger, you push time forward. If you hold left trigger, you push time back. And you've got to like, it's just really clever the way that it works. You've, you've got to like move forward, put something somewhere and then move time backwards. So then something else will land on that when the time goes backwards sort of thing. So you yeah. you sort of have to like, figure it out and like test it and then yeah eventually it all clicks into place yeah it's a really nice little game it's only a few hours long it's just very enjoyable what did you play on pc no playstation oh nice nice you've been playing a bit of playstation recently yeah well i just i haven't really played it much for a while and just got back in back in the vibe on it it's nice isn't it to mix it up sometimes just have a little um like play a different console for a bit because we obviously play quite a lot of pc together Um, yeah and I work from home, so I sit at my desk quite a lot. And then it's like, you know, I've already a bit sat, of a break, sat at the desk for eight hours. I don't want to do another four hours yeah, after mate, work. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Well, I've been playing Zelda still. Of course um, you have. <laughs> it's basically the... Uh, I don't actually think I've played anything else. No, I don't know. I haven't. I went to play Celeste the other day and finish the last chapter, but I just ended up playing Zelda. Um, can confirm that it's still absolutely excellent and still if you amazing. got it yeah it's just getting better really the more i uncover um the more mysteries i uncover and little adventures i'm going on little side quests it's yeah it's phenomenal it really really is i can't i just can't stop playing it i can't stop thinking about it at work it's one of those games really i absolutely love it but um, we did enough about that last week, so <laughs> I won't bore you guys too much with that. Every week, um, just start off with 15 minutes of Zelda chat. We made this joke in the last episode, didn't we, that it was just going to be a Zelda section now for forever. <laughs> that is the Kingdom section. But no, it's very good. It's very, very good. It tears the listener if we do that. <laughs> oh, he's, done he's done him. He's done it. <laughs> nice. Right, so... We're recording this one a little bit later than normal because we wanted to wait for the PlayStation Showcase, which oh, was... Was I meant to watch that? Are you telling me you didn't watch it? 
Why? I literally sent this to you weeks ago. I'm joking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing this. I'd have been like, right, let's reschedule. <laughs> so, yeah, this was yesterday. Um, it was just over an hour long. They showed 34 games. It That's was mad. Absolutely relentless. I tried, well, I did manage to write notes or note <laughs> on each game. And then at the end, I was like, actually, how many games did they announce? And it was 34. I think maybe I might be one or two out, but it was 34 what I counted, which is absolutely insane. That is. I thought I made notes on most of them. I've made notes on 11. Oh, so. <laughs> well, I'll, uh, I can fill in the, uh, the dead air there, mate. So don't worry about it. <laughs> it's absolutely fine. But yeah, it was an absolute, it was an absolute monster of a conference. Um, they showed some really, really, really good looking new games. Um, there was a lot of new IPs announced, uh, existing ones, ones that are due out, you know, this year, this fall. Yeah. Mainly got like release windows for most of them rather than actual release dates. Yeah, I mean, that's sort of the way it goes now, isn't it? And it's also like there was two things that I really wasn't expecting going into it. And it was specific release dates and gameplay because you don't yeah. really like these sorts of things nowadays. You don't really get much gameplay. It's mostly teaser stuff. And you don't yeah. really get specific release dates. So I felt, yeah, absolutely, I absolutely agree with you on the release dates because I think, like, they've kind of learned now to just not give games release dates if because they never sure. make them because they never make them because <laughs> it turns out video games are really really hard to make yeah. and they take ages. So I think it's I'd I'd much rather them say it's going to come out this autumn. And then if it gets delayed till spring the year after, I'm like, yeah, it's fine. We've already fine. Talked, what, talk, talked about what happens when you force a game out when it's not ready. Well, yeah, exactly. Um, Redfall, if, mm. uh, if no one noticed. <laughs> I guess that was... Uh, if, that it was, was... if you didn't get the Im- implication. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, 34 games. We'll we'll sort of go through them. I'm not... Yeah, obviously we're not going to sit and talk about each one for five minutes, but... There was, I managed to get a note on all of them mm-hmm. as I was typing it. Um, I had work today, so I didn't get a chance to rewatch it, although I would have liked to, but we need to get the, you know, we need to get the podcast out. And I'm confident anyway that we'll have a good chat about this because there was a lot, <laughs> there was a mm-hmm. lot and there was a lot of, uh, there was some which I thought, yeah, you know, looks okay. Yeah. If you're going to do 34 games, they're not all, not all, they're not all going to be, it's not all going to be gold. And the thing is, not all of them are going to do it for you as well. You know, like there's, there's games on there that, you know, mates of mine would love, which I'd be like, just doesn't look like, doesn't look like that'd do it for me. Yeah. But we'll go from the top of the show all the way down um, throughout. So the first game that got announced was Fair Games. So I thought this looked, it looked a bit like Payday. Mixed with Watch Dogs. I thought that, yeah. I thought that. I should caveat and say a lot of these games, it was just teaser trailers um, with not much information on, you know, the perspective, uh, the sort of game it was going to be. So a lot of these observations are going to be based on, you know, a cinematic trailer and, you know, experience from just playing video games and those sorts of video games. Yeah, it didn't give too much away, did it, on what it's going to be like. It was more... It gave you a lot of like the style of the game and what the vibe's going to be like, but yeah, yeah. I mean, to me, it felt like like you say, payday. It's going to be a multiplayer 
you know, PVE go in and crack a vault or whatever. Yeah, but obviously, I think that you're you're kind of doing it against different teams. Was the the vibe I got from it? Yeah, maybe. So yeah. there's like multiple teams that are going for the same thing, which this has become a bit of a thing recently in video games. I think Division did it actually, even though I wasn't keen on the Division, where you go in and there's a big PVP area and you have to extract. You have to get materials and extract. We played, um, what was that Robin Hood game that we played that was a bit like that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Hoods uh, and Outlaws. Outlaws. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Again, I'm just, I'm not massive on those sorts of games. I think when they do it right, it could be really fun. But the ones that I've played, I find them a bit stale in terms of the gameplay after a while. Yeah, I was going to say, that's the thing for me is longevity. Like, I don't mind them but they're not the games that I tend to go back to time and time again. Yeah, exactly. Um, so yeah, they opened with that. Then they went into an absolute banger, which I've... was Helldivers 2. Also, when this, King Hell, this, when this started, so I was like, is this a Starship Troopers game? I knew I, <laughs> I knew, I knew it was going to be Helldivers because they said Super Earth at the start. And oh, I was yeah, like, of course. And I was yeah. like, it's going to be Helldivers 2. What I didn't know was that it was going to be fully third person. Yeah, and I was like, sick. "Oh my god!" Like I was a massive fan of the first Helldivers, even though it was hard as nails. Yeah, really. But fun when game. they when they teased it at the start, and it is obviously it's very very um, heavily based on Starship Troopers in its like satire and tone and things like that, which I love. I think it's absolutely awesome. But when it transitioned into the gameplay, and it was just like full yeah. third person. And you're just in a squad, like just wrecking shop. We've got to play that. Oh man. my god, we have man. got to play that. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent. I'm so excited for that. Um, <laughs> I think you're going to enjoy my notes through this. For Hell Divers, I just read. Thought it was Starship Troopers. Bit of us. <laughs> yeah, mate. That's fine. That's fine. I've, most of my notes are basically like one sentence, um, and we're not we're like we're like ten minutes in already, so we're not going to spend like loads on each game. Um, if there's ones that I say eh, nah, not that bothered about and you want to talk about of course like, let's talk about it speaking of <laughs> Immortals of Avium yeah I didn't I didn't write a note on this nah it was it looked it was, it's an EA original it looked like Doom mixed with Bioshock um, looks alright looks okay it just to me looks a bit of a bullet hell first person yeah mental shooter some um, of the enemies look like... quite cool i wasn't a bit like big fan of the it just it just it didn't like feel like net, enough it? Yeah, yeah it just didn't feel like there was enough there that was going to get me excited really yeah i don't think it's doing anything you know that is gonna you know will me to go and buy it but yeah. it's it's cool if you that's what if that's what you're into that's what you're into um <laughs> ghost runner 2 this is the note advert. Never played the first one. Looks cool Same. though. Never played the first one either. <laughs> yeah, I I couldn't tell you what the first one's about. How it's it meant plays. to be really good. Is it? Yeah, it's meant so, to be really good. It's one of those games that I think I might even have it on like Epic Store or something, or it might be on Game Pass, but I've I've never played it. Um it looked cool though. It was, mm. you know, just cinematic, very cyberpunky style trailer. Fast paced action. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I love swords. Games with swords, it's yeah, easy way. Yeah, exactly. Um, speaking of swords, I'll tell you what did look really, really cool was Phantom Blade. Phantom Zero. Blade, yeah, yeah, yeah. Mate, the combat Very in dark. this, 
I thought it was Tenchu at first. I thought it was going to be like a Tenchu remake or something. And well, then... I got a little bit excited because when it first, I was like, oh, is this going to be Ghost of Tsushima too? Mm, yeah. And then yeah, obviously yeah. quite quickly I realized it wasn't, but I was still like, well, this does look good. Yeah, I think the the combat and the gameplay looks brilliant. Like yeah. the how quick the the sword fighting and the melee combat is, and like the, there was a in like a was it like one of those bosses and he, you can he's like swinging this big mace at you and you can run and like hide hide and you can run up the wall and it's kind of cinematic in terms of like I think you're supposed to do it, um, but yeah, it looked it looked relentless. Uh, it looked really, really, really cool. Yeah, very cool, like, uh, enemy designs as well, I thought. Yeah, yeah, it's got that classic kind of dark, like, Japanese yokai kind of folklore Aesthetic. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, which is right up my street. Uh, yeah, I thought that looked really cool. Um, Agreed. Sword of the Sea. Oh, that uh, was my next one as well. Well, these are in order that they came. That they, that they... Oh, okay. Yeah. So, these are, well, I didn't write notes on all of them, so I only wrote notes on... Ones that I either liked or thought maybe not. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fair. I, I mean, a lot of these, I just, I wrote a note on it just because I felt bad because I didn't, <laughs> like, I didn't write a note on, uh, I wrote a note on all the ones before it. So I just had to convince myself to write a note. On. The My next notes one's... get lazier and lazier as well. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Because there was a couple in here that I was like really, really excited about. And I knew that I'd be able to articulate on the podcast without notes. So I've kind of just <laughs> written some really lazy ones, but yeah, Sword of the Sea. This, uh, yeah, looks absolutely beautiful. I, yeah, it's um, very journey. The same, yeah, it's the same. Uh, it's not the same developer, but it's the same. Um, oh, I can't remember, like the the art director or someone behind it. Mm. Sorry, apologies for that. But yeah, it looked very. It looked like Journey slash like a sand snowboarding kind of game do you know what i mean yeah i mean journey was was sort of that a little bit in places yeah. anyway yeah i mean if it, it yeah if it's behind some of the guys that did uh if it's by the guys sorry that uh, were behind journey then that's a winner for me that's definitely yeah. one i'm going to keep my eye on yeah talos principle two yeah never played the first one exactly same as my notes need to play the first one i already have it on pc that was yeah um never played it <laughs> Um, I don't really have much else to say on it. I can't remember particularly what it looked like. It looks like <laughs> I'll love it, like the whole like android futuristic. I don't know it. I I love that sort of thing, and I bought the first one with the full intention of playing it. Cause I was like, this looks like a little bit of me, and I've just had it for years and just never. Played just it. never got round to it. Yeah, yeah. Is it supposed to be any good? Yeah, I think so. I think it's meant to be well, well regarded. I'm assuming if it's got a sequel as well, that the first one did well enough um, to, to warrant getting one. Um, <laughs> this one. So this next game is called Never. N-E-V-A. <laughs> I don't even remember so, a note on this one. Yeah, so my, my note was on this. Never. Never playing that looks fucking well bleak. <laughs> Can't handle animals dying in video games. Oh, Next. no, I know exactly the one you're on about. Yeah, yeah, I do remember. It looks real good, though. Like It, lo- it looks beautiful, and it's, it it's by the guys that did Gris. I don't know really, if you played yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Really nice art style. Um, Like, quite yeah. unique. And, yeah. <laughs> King Bleak. Yeah. The, 
that I was like, oh my god, that animal's well cool. Like the giant dog thing with antlers. I was like, oh, that's sick. That's sick. Five minutes later, oh, he's dead. Dead. Just got rinsed by. He's dead. Just horribleness. I my my note. I obviously say that in jest, but it was just I just can't handle animals dying in video games. I just can't do it. I'm like every time an animal dies in a video game, I'm just like think about my dog, and I'm like, what if that was my dog? <laughs> um speaking of animals cat quest uh yeah. not not really for me um personally i i put a note on here saying it looks like something that you'd play on loot, for loot the truth yeah it does like like it like does. one of those 100%. obscure uh kind of indie games that you they, put on the channel yeah they are the sort of games that i play on my channel definitely because it gives me an excuse to play them like that isn't the sort of game that i'll go out and play on my own but if i was like oh i'm gonna play a new game for the channel I'll try. I'll just try something and try something like Lucky Dip style. Yeah, just gives me an excuse to play play new things. Yeah, I like that though. It's good because yeah. I've not played things like Talos Principle and stuff. So do you know what I mean? I don't know what I'm doing really. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, it's impossible to play every video game as much as I'd like to. What do we have next? We had oh, this was hilarious. So we had Foam Stars. Yeah, that's my. Next you see note. this? Yeah. So I my notes just says. <laughs> Have Square Enix made a Splatoon game? <laughs> yeah, they have. Like, but also really shamelessly as well. Yeah. <laughs> they were like, oh, Splatoon does really well. They've made three of those. Should we make one without paint and just foam instead? <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, they literally just made Splatoon. I'm like, how are they getting away with this? This is just PlayStation's answer to Splatoon. Um, and yeah, very shamelessly. I've never played Splatoon. I've heard, I have. I think... I've heard nothing but good things. Did you enjoy what you played of it? It was right. Yeah, I played it with my sister. My sister's quite into it. My younger sister. Nice. Yeah, it looks like it looks like bags of fun. To be fair, it's all um, right. Yeah, it's just quite a fun online game, and it's just it's like it's a reminds me of that game mode on um, Fall Guys. You know, when you pick up like you've got to hold the battery and you've got to run on the floor, and then the floor uh, changes yeah. your color, yeah, yeah, but yeah, someone's yeah. always yeah. running behind you, just making it their color, like a. Dick. yeah 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 it's just basically that <laughs> yeah oh okay well it's just one of, it's one of those games that i might you know i might try if it comes on playstation plus or something um but i'm not gonna rush to get it to be honest the plucky squire that was next i actually was quite interested in this yeah so i called it the plucky squirrel and carly was <laughs> pissing herself at me because i actually <laughs> a word for once uh i thought it kind of looks like um little big planet and like it takes two in a weird way uh it's like very media molecule like that kind of gave me that kind of vibe that sort of um mm-hmm. kind of in inventive platformer yeah i loved can... the like transition between 2d 3d and then like sometimes you're like in the the i don't know what they're called you know like ticker tape stuff when yeah like the party tape and you like slide down it but then you'll just go you like appear and disappear between each each bit of it and it's just yeah it just looked really interesting like quite creative yeah yeah absolutely yeah definitely gave me that media molecule little big planet kind of vibe uh next one was tear down um this looked all right it looks like it'd be quite fun actually um it's kind of mind star uh, mind star mind <laughs> i love that <laughs> earlier earlier oh, i was like actually, actually that, the word up. Word. <laughs> no you can't away. even speak oh my god oh that is absolute karma if i've ever heard it uh, if, if i listen to this podcast and that's cut out i'm gonna be calling you out <laughs> i won't cut it out i promise definitely cut it out 
Um, yeah, it had like Minecraft style block graphics, is what I was trying to say. Really worried um, about word. <laughs> it kind of looked, um, it kind of reminded me, did you ever play this game on N64 called Blast Corps? No. Did you play that? No, I didn't. Uh, it was, I used to love it when I was a kid. It was one of those games I didn't really understand, but I knew you just had to, it was this game where you had to just demolish everything, like mm. in, in, in a path to let like something through. Um, and it kind of gave me that vibe. It was like, you know, you're just, you're just demolishing buildings <laughs> I do, and stuff. I do like that. There's something quite therapeutic about games like that. Yeah. Just like removing every single pixel mm. just so there's nothing left. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then my other note was the explosions look sick in it as well. I thought the yeah. explosions look really good. Next one. Now this was uh, probably my highlight if I'm honest. I guess, Cause is it the one that I think it is? Cause you're going to have to fill me in here because I like much like Zelda, a bit of a blind spot for me in gaming is Metal Gear. Yeah. So this, so what, right, what this, is, this... what is Metal Gear Solid Triangle? <laughs> you're asking the wrong person mate <laughs> so when this trailer started i was watching it and i was like what is this is it like is it a game where you play as like a fucking like hunter or something and it goes through and it goes through all the animals and the animals get killed by you know their respective predators blah 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 and then it just gets to this foliage at the end in the dark and it slowly zooms in and then Big Boss just appears with his bandana on. And then the f***ing music from Snake Eater comes in. And I was just like, Wah! And yeah, they're basically remaking uh, Snake Eater. Mm-hmm. The triangle thing is, I read earlier, I think it's it's to signify Delta in the um, Greek alphabet. Yeah. I've read that it's because, I'm going to butcher this, but I think it's called Metal Gear Solid Delta Snake Eater. The delta bit comes from um, something that doesn't change, I think. So that's what delta can right. mean, um, scientifically, I think. So the first Metal Gear I ever played was 5. Oh, yeah, fair. Well, still an absolute banger of a game. Oh, it's fair, great. But I loved it. It's, it's, almost like, it's almost like the Breath of the Wild of Metal Gear games. Cause it yeah, just yeah. Changed. I've heard that before. Some, maybe, maybe you told mm. me that before. Yeah, maybe. I think it's it's quite an easy comparison to make because it just kind of took what was already a, an amazing game franchise and, and made it something different, um, but was still amazing. So this is like an opportunity for me to try out some of the old ones then, really? Well, yeah, because they also announced shortly after that the original trilogy um, mm. was coming this October. I'm assuming it's just the original games as they are, but, you know, up, up res, so... They don't run in like four by three and things like that. Um, but Snake Eater is my all-time favorite Metal Gear Solid game. Um, I think it's a it's a masterpiece. It's a top ten for me. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm buzzing to see what they do with this. I don't I, God knows when it's going to be out, but Konami have been sleeping on this franchise, man, for so well, long. They've been absolutely it, sleeping on it. Isn't it because Kojima's not there now? Well, he's never. He's never owned the IPs. Konami have always owned the IPs, so I don't know whether they've done it out of respect, but there was all this stuff on there about him and them in development of Metal Gear Solid Five, and they had this big fallout. He split off from him, made his own studio. Obviously, went and made Death Stranding, but there's sort of been this 
there's always been like this trepidation around like what happened and this ambiguity around like the stories never quite come out about it. They made that like zombie one, didn't they? Whatever it was called. Was it like Rising, Metal Gear Rising? No, no, no. It was like Survive or something. I can't remember, but it got slated. It just... I, the thing the thing that makes Metal Gear so unique is it's, is it's how whimsical and mental it is in terms of its story. Uh, that's a really lazy thing to put it, but we've, we're pressed for time. But that And that comes from Kojima. So I think for them to develop a brand new one would... It's a... That's, enormous shoes to fill so i think them going back and they're remaking the the third game but the first um chronologically in snake mm. year so i think we've seen the success of remakes like you know resi, resi silent hills getting remade final fantasy's been remade there's there's loads that have, that have come out recently that you know dead space mm-hmm. that, have, that have done really really well um so i think devs are at a point now where you know they can just remake a game it's also a very good way for them to test new uh like developments in technology because they know they've got like a safe bet if they're like remaking a game that's really popular they can test out their development style for a game that they're going to make at a later date but know that it's not a risk to put it out as much because it's a, a beloved franchise yeah and i think i think this will be the kind of the acid test to see if, if they if they can do snake eater and it and it smashes it out of the park then there's absolutely no reason why they won't do the first two as well because mm. they're the same in terms of perspective and mechanics near enough yeah so yeah really really excited for that uh that was one of my um highlights probably the highlight uh, along with a couple of others uh next one was towers um my note was zelda for ps5 oh yeah 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 which is really lazy, but again, well, they've already got it. Cheer! I played it last last week. <laughs> yeah, so this was like, it was like Zelda for grown ups by the looks of it. it I had did the like the look of the open the, world. Yeah, it looked it looked really cool. Like the, these enormous animals, you know, like flying round, and it was it was weird, and you can glide between. Reminded me of um, Shadow the Colossus a little bit. Those animals. Yeah, you know that yeah, boss totally on Shadow the Colossus where it's the flying one. And you gotta jump on the wings. Yeah, and slowly like make your way up it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Final Fantasy 16 was after that. I'm really excited for this already. The gameplay that they released like a month ago was about 10 minutes. Looks really good. I'll always um, try a Final Fantasy game. Yeah, this looks awesome, man. It looks uh it looks they've kind of gone away from the party element of it, and it's way more of a you know, it's like a single character action RPG now. As opposed yeah. to the which which they're going towards anyway. Yeah, and I'm not sure I'll be keen on that, but I will always try it. I'll always try a Final Fantasy. So I'm a sucker for turn based Final yep. Fantasy games. Um Seven's my favourite, but I absolutely loved the remake and that was a good middle ground, I think, between action RPG and the turn based elements, which I enjoyed so much about the original. Mm-hmm. And what I enjoy so much about JRPGs, particularly old SNES that sort of era, like the the mid nineties ones. Yeah, and it's got Finchy in it from The Office. He's one of the voice actors, Ralph Ineson. <laughs> so that's a win win. <laughs> so kiss me on the nose. Kiss me on the nose. What I said to Kai last night. Kiss me on the nose. She's like, what? <laughs> um, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> 
Um, uh, what was that after? Alan Wake 2. Oh, this, this is my highlight, man. Sick, this mate. is my highlight. My notes for this one say, <laughs> Alan Wake 2, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this looks so cool, man. I, yeah. actually, you know what? Remedy makes some absolute banger games. They make some really, really good games. And I don't think... I think they're kind of under... Not underrated, but they're a bit overlooked in terms of how good their games are. I love Alan Wake. The first Alan Wake is just fantastic. So I've never played the first Alan Wake before. Oh, mate. Because they're remaking it, aren't they? They're remaking it. Yeah. But I played it a couple of years ago when I moved into my old house. I replayed Alan Wake. So probably like three, four years ago now. Yeah. Um, It's still great. Still plays well. It was it was one of those one it that was an Xbox exclusive and I never had a 360 growing up weirdly, hmm. um, so I never played it and I just never it was one of those I never went back to play. Sam Lake the uh, I can't he's I don't know if he's a creative director from Remedy, he's uh, he's like based on like Max Payne's based on him. He's like the photo realistic version of Max Payne. Of, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's like got a cameo in the trailer and it's like. Is that Max Payne or is it? Is he just another detective that looks exactly like Max Payne? And I thought that was wicked because um, I love those games. But yeah, that looks awesome. After that, we've got Assassin's Creed Mirage. Uh, not asked. Not no. asked, really. I, it doesn't look any different than it. I don't know. If, I know Assassin's Creed's got a massive fan base. I know people love it. It's not for me. I haven't enjoyed an Assassin's Creed for quite quite a while, probably since like two now at this point. Wow, that long ago, really? Yeah, I just feel like they're all the same, and this yeah. one doesn't look any different. Yeah, I'm I'm not. I'm. I, it's just one of those games that I just know I won't play. Yeah, and fair enough, it has its place. Like I think it, I think as a franchise, it it really set a bar for what what video games could do at the time. And adding the parkour thing in was like a like you know it's inspired like hundreds of different games. So it absolutely yeah. has its place. And some Don't of, get me wrong, yeah. It's... Some of the some of the originals are like absolutely brilliant. I, I really liked Odyssey. Was the last one that I played that I really enjoyed. But I played or- Origins as well. But again, yeah, didn't, just didn't really click with me. I just find them a bit overwhelming now. Um, a bit of a slog. Yeah. Revenant Hill, that was next. Um, I I missed this. I was I I, I don't know why. I can't remember. I, I completely missed this. So. Snuck away to play some Zelda, probably. <laughs> Apologies. I completely missed that. So if you're listening to this and that was your highlight, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry. After that was Grand Blue Fantasy Relink, which is the most JRPG hack and slash game I've ever seen. Yeah. Not my cup of tea. I won't be playing it particularly, but if that's your bag wicked again it's the sort of game i probably would play but i'm not <laughs> yeah. gonna run out and grab it day one no nah. street Fighter six was after this i i haven't played a fighting game since probably soul caliber 2 um on the dreamcast but i actually really like the look of this i think yeah, same. i think it looks really cool the art style is amazing i love that there's this hub world now and that they fleshed out a bit of the story and given it some like proper thought yeah, and I like that the classic because I used to play Street Fighter when I was a kid, so that was one of my first games that I used to play a lot. Yeah, and I like that they've made like the old characters, the legends and stuff now, and they all look a bit older. And yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's cool, man. I like how they've worked that in. 
Yeah. But yeah, yeah, looking forward to that. I think that's out quite soon, actually. I think it's out in a couple of months. Definitely have given that a go. Yeah. Um, after that was Ultros. This looks great. I My notes just says Hollow Knight on acid. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I put really cool art style, but actually a little bit too much for me going on the screen there <laughs> like in terms of visuals. It's really psychedelic. Yeah, really yeah. Really psychedelic. See, I can see where you're getting the, um, the Hollow Knight on acid vibes from. It gave me a bit of uh, Guacamole vibes. Remember mm. that? The, yeah, um, I enjoyed that. Yeah, yeah. It's a fucking awesome game. Um, so yeah, that yeah that looks cool. Little side scroller platformer. Yeah. Tower of Fantasy. Um, again, the art style looked beautiful on this. It was like a cell shaded uh, JRPG hack and slash again. Sort of that similar kind of um, kind of vibe to what was that game called? Blaz Blue Grand Fantasy Grand Blue Fantasy Relink. <laughs> X15Y. I was making a joke, but I was actually quite close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you were. You weren't far off, mate. Yeah, looks really slick, like you would expect from a Japanese dev that does these sorts of games. Dragon's Dogma 2, looks never played class. the original, but looks, looks really, class. really good. Yeah, yeah. I know this is a very anticipated sequel. I've heard nothing but good things about the um, the original, uh, which I've sadly never played, but... Um, yeah, it looks it does look really good. The, mm. the trailer was was wicked. The gameplay looked awesome. Not sure if it's one of those that you're gonna have to play the first one to to get the second one. But um, don't know. I I I really want to jump into that. That was probably after Alan Wake. That was probably my next highlight. Yeah, yeah, nice. Five Nights at Freddy's Help Wanted. They've made another Five Nights at Freddy's game. Yeah, I haven't played any of them. I've never played one of these. Um, I've watched quite a you people play them on youtube and things like that but they're really popular on youtube and stuff like that and stream yeah because it's it's but it's basically just jump scares the game isn't it yeah i know there's a little bit more to them than that but how there's you know they're, they're churning them out aren't they like the fella that well makes them. yeah so they actually i actually watched a video on this they have like a thing where he he tries to push people in the community to make their own versions of Five Nights at Freddy games. And then if yeah. they're actually good, he'll publish them as well. Oh, really? So there's been a few that have come out that are like Five Nights at Freddy's clone clone games, but they're actually yeah. pushed by the developer. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. It's just this one guy, isn't it? I, I always forget his name. But yeah, um, it kind of spawned its own genre, really, didn't it? It's this weird sort of like... Um... I think we're a bit old for it, to be honest. It's like... Do you know what I mean? It's it's it was popularized in a younger generation than us. Yeah, yeah, I totally agree. Um, so yeah, not not particularly for me that we had after that was like a little VR section. Mm-hmm. The first of that being Resident Evil Four in VR, mm-hmm. which I I love that Capcom do this. Yeah, they just release a VR version of the game that they've made for free, and I think it's absolutely awesome because it's a completely new way to play what is already an excellent excellent game. And I did that with Resi 7. Yeah. When they did that on Resi 7, I reckon I got about an hour in and I was like, <laughs> f*** this. <laughs> yeah. I this mean, that is, is terrifying. terrifying anyway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's absolutely terrifying anyway. Um, but I think that's really cool that, they, you know, if you've got a VR headset, then you can just download this update for free and then play one of the best games of the year in a completely new perspective. Arizona Sunshine 2, never played the first one. Didn't it? did look really good, though. It, for me... It's for just, like a VR, I don't know. Yeah. That's the thing. VR games, 
if you take out things like Resi 4 or well or Resident Evil being VR and uh, like Half-Life Alex and stuff there's most VR games aren't a fully fledged game experience they're usually more arcadey or yeah you know, cuz i i House really enjoyed yeah and i really enjoyed the um the was it until dawn the one on the roller coaster rails yeah 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 that was sick it was terrifying but it was really fun to play in vr yeah it's more of a niche version isn't it of the of the of the original game where it, where it works specifically in vr yeah i did write a little note about vr in general cuz there was so arizona sunshine 2 and then crossfire sierra squad was the next game which you know, it just looked like a just a shooter. Same as Synapse, which was the one afterwards, which again was like another first. Obviously, it's going to be first person. But I just <laughs> feel like... <laughs> Weird to play a third person <laughs> VR game. I did play... That was um, the... Because I had PSVR 1. And the mm. game that came with it, like the PlayStation VR game that came with it, you play as the little robot things that are in whatever it's called. The other the all of the PlayStation games that come free with the console now. Astrobot. Astrobot, there you go. Yeah. Um you play as them. But that was third person. And that was the first time in VR that I had proper motion sickness. Yeah. <laughs> Playing like third person in VR is well weird. It really messed with my head. Yeah, because I suppose it's you're not your brain's just like, what is going on here? <laughs> like you're having an out of body experience and you're a little robot. Yeah. Yeah, the general note I had for I just feel like VR games aren't really done justice when you're watching. Like, you can't sell that experience on a flat screen TV. <laughs> it's, like trying to I mean? sell, it's like trying to sell a HD movie to someone on an SD telly. Yeah, it's you just you can't. I know they have to do the trailers, of course. You just cannot sell that experience to someone like Carly was watching. She was like, I just don't get VR. And it's like. Because it's not this, it's not what you're seeing. It's not, it's not that. You, it's the experience is when you've got the headset on and, and the earphones in and things like that. Yeah. So T- Totally immersive. Yeah. So you, I just find you, you just can't really sell that on, on a flat screen telly. The other VR game was Beat Saber Queen Pack. Um, apparently this game is absolutely awesome. It looks it's like wicked. something... I played it at work. Yeah. It looks like something I'd love to play, um, being a big music fan. Not a huge, not a huge fan of Queen, if I'm honest. Don't get me wrong. I think they're, you know, one of the greats of all time, but their music doesn't really do, do it, it for me. Out. So I wouldn't be picking that up. <laughs> well, the thing is with Beat Saber as well is like you can just download community-made songs and stuff. Yeah. So it's just a bit weird to release packs. Do you know what I mean? Because when you play at work, we just play like downloaded community ones and they're all just like there's even ones that are just like really stupid songs yeah i guess i guess it's it, well it's a money-making exercise first and foremost but then second it's like you can get in a big big fan base of people who probably wouldn't play the game maybe but they might just buy this queen pack because they absolutely love queen mm. like if they did a radiohead one get me in mate i'll be going down the game to buy a vr headset straight away <laughs> <laughs> it's slow, isn't it? Doing the hitting the uh, things. I'm a creep. Yeah, but oh, if you actually God. like Radiohead, you'd know that there's loads of uh, upbeat songs. So, well, yeah, I do. I mean, their best album's the Benz. So, yeah, it's okay, computer, but mm. that's another chat for a different mm. day mm. for the other podcast <laughs> for the music podcast. With you. Uh, so we had Marathon after that, which was Bungie, and I actually forgot that Sony have purchased Bungie. I oh, forgot shit. about this. Yeah, I, I forgot until you <laughs> yeah. just said it. 
yeah i was like oh yeah bungie mate wicked shooters um so this is their new pvp basically their their new version of destiny that that's a lazy thing to say but from the trailer it's you know i thought the art style and the aesthetic was uh, not the art style but the aesthetic of it was really cool it looked super weird but very you know the weapons and, and the uh like the character models very very bungee very destiny yeah well we played we played a fair bit of destiny with destiny 2 we didn't we played that not long ago really yeah yeah well that leads me on to the next one which was the destiny 2 uh the final shape expansion mm-hmm. yeah we played it we had well we played well we went free to play didn't it a couple of years ago yeah. so we downloaded it last year and we like we had quite a good time playing it yeah i enjoyed it um i brought a couple of the earlier expansion packs but the thing is there's so many expansions now because it's been out for like i don't know what seven years or something six seven years it's almost like too much to to get your head around when there's other games coming out you know you've, you've got to split your time accordingly but i did really enjoy what i played of it and i know there will be plenty of people that are buzzing to play to yep. play this expansion. Uh, after that, it was Concord by Firewalk Studio. I think they've been working on this game for a long time. It was just a cinematic trailer. It didn't really show much, but the short note I've seen on it is that it's another first-person uh, PvP action game. Um, I thought the trailer was really cool. Really, really cool. It looked, the aesthetic was really, really cool, but hard to say exactly what it is if you know what i mean because yeah there's well no that's the that's it. the like downside to doing teaser style trailers sometimes isn't it as opposed to giving some, some concrete gameplay and yeah yeah exactly little curveball they threw in at the end they put the gran turismo movie trailer or not the whole trailer but part of the trailer in there <laughs> um yeah I'd, like, i don't mind racing games i wouldn't rush to the cinema to go and watch this really um don't really have much else to say on that to be honest no no, no. when you shake your head you have to say no <laughs> because the listeners can't audio audio medium yeah 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 <laughs> yeah i know i know um another little curveball was the uh the ugly ass switch thing that they announced <laughs> <laughs> which was one of the most bizarre things i've ever seen yeah, a PlayStation controller with a screen in the middle. Why didn't you make a Vita? <laughs> why didn't you make a Vita 2 that just goes in your pocket? No, I get why they've done it, but when it did like the little, when it like swirled round, I was like, what the f is that? <laughs> you've literally glued, you've glued a, your you controller, a controller to, to a switch. You've made it with you. You've made it with you. You took the Switch screen out and you took the two Joy-Cons <laughs> yeah. off of it and then you cut a PlayStation controller in half and stuck them on either side. Mate, I literally saw the funniest meme of it this morning um, when I was going through the news of it. And it was like, it was like the, the, the screen, the Switch screen with the two ends of the controller and they were like fused together with the Zelda like fuse, <laughs> like glue <laughs> from the new game. I was like, that's f-ing genius. Uh don't, it doesn't take people long these time, these days, does it? Nah, I mean, like that was just out of me bits this morning. If you're if you're a meme creator, you got to be on the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's, that's like modern day journalism, isn't it? Yeah, there's a lot of competition out there, man. I think what we'll do is do a proper episode on this, um, in terms of like peripherals and things like that. But for for, for this, it was just, I mean, I get where they're going with it. I think it looks, 
horrific personally but i think this the actual place to be honest the playstation VR is just what i was gonna say it's yeah a hideous beast isn't it she looks like a big rooter but um <laughs> giant <laughs> rooter it's the size yeah. of a desktop pc <laughs> i know it's I know. mad i every time i go in my front room i can't believe it <laughs> no we i still need to buy like the black plates for it so it sort of just slims it down a to the bit. eye when charlie came round my our friend charlie came round my house uh, last weekend and it was the first yeah. time he'd ever seen a ps5 in person and he's just like oh my f- god look at that <laughs> it's enormous <laughs> white fiber's new router mate well powerful <laughs> well better than the last one and then they had the little earbuds the little earbuds was the other thing yeah um it's so they've got their own headset and now they've introduced these little wireless headphones they look all right again i i I said to Carly last night, I can't wait for them to drop. In a weird way, I can't wait for PS6 because they can just get rid of this white aesthetic. (laughs) Like, just get rid of the white where everything's, like, modern. It's like it was modern. Like, white was modern in, like, the early noughties. Do you know what I mean? Just get rid of it. After that, they finished with Spider-Man 2. Venom Spider-Man. This looks phenomenal. Yeah. This game, I've this really enjoyed absolutely... those games. The spy, the new Spider-Man games are great. Yeah, yeah, and Insomniac, just between like the fact that they dropped two Spider-Man games, two Ratchet and Clank games, in the space of like eight years or something, and they're all really, really a very really consistent. Good. Yeah, very consistent studio. <clears throat> yeah, and they and the gameplay just looks absolutely insane. It's it's your classic. Finishing with a knockout punch, isn't it? Where you have your your big AAA hitter for the autumn. I think it got a full 2023 release window. Yeah. Obviously, they need to, you know, they they need to show off their big exclusive that's coming out this year. Yeah, I was actually surprised there wasn't more. I I was and I wasn't because I think they announced a lot of new IP, not necessarily first party, but. There was a hell of a lot of games in this, and I think, yeah, in you know they they had to finish with Spider Man Two because it's mm-hmm. coming, it's it's due out this year. Um, some of the other studios, you know, are going to be like Sony Bend, going to be a little bit further behind. Um, Sucker Punch, obviously, Ghost of Tsushima Two's probably in the work. Well, it definitely is in the works. Naughty Dogs, um, new game. Whether that's their factions sort of spin off of The Last of Us, or whether they're going to do a new IP, I'm not sure. These are all going to come, aren't they? You know, in time yeah. next yeah. year, you're going to have a roadmap of of things that, that are due out, and you'll start to see what those studios been up to. But weirdly, the 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 Spider Man was like the longest trailer by far as well. Yeah, yeah, it was like it's like eight or nine minutes, I think. To be honest, it's probably the one they could have shown me least of, and I would have been sold on it. Yeah, 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 exactly. It was such a good, it was such a nice little. It's your classic vertical slice of a level, isn't it? And it looks, yeah, it looks brilliant. I'm totally sold on it. I think it just looks like bags of fun. It looks quite dark as well with the whole Venom symbiote. I love like, it. Looks, I love it. Yeah, it looks like Peter Parker's getting a bit bit dark in his in his old age. <laughs> in his old age. But wicked that you can swap between them as well now. Um, I think that was the clear and obvious way to go in terms of navigating the map because they've added areas like... So Queens is in it now as well. So the other side of um, New York. And then they've got like the, the way you traverse 
as uh, miles to, to catch up to go to the harbor and it's like yeah. you're going through like he's got a wingsuit now and you're going through these hoops that are, that are giving you gusts of wind and the thing where you can pull back the two lampposts and like propel yourself i think they've just done all the necessary things to make it a new game without... up a bit yeah exactly yeah and i actually quite recently played miles morales and really enjoyed it really yeah really enjoyed it yeah, I played it last January, February time um, when it came to PlayStation Plus, uh, the premium thing. And um, yeah, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It's, it's quite short, but I still had like loads of fun playing it. Well, I actually quite liked it because of that, because it was that open world game, obviously. And one of my pet peeves with open world games these days is they're just too vast. And it's yeah. like, oh, I've 100%. got to go over here and get all these collectibles. And like, <laughs> it wasn't like that. It was quite contained. It was quite, like you say, quite short. Like to the point where when I finished it, I was like, I could go back and do New, new Game Plus someone. Yeah, or you could go back and pick up any of the collectibles that you weren't asked about because it's not... The the thing for open world with open world games with me is that you... there's a, There's a thing everywhere. Like and this is one thing that puts me off Assassin's Creed as well is that there's a there's an icon everywhere. Oh, it's mad, isn't it? And it's just that's I'm not saying this because I love Zelda, but that's one of the breakthrough things about Breath of the Wild, Tears, and Elden Ring was that it was like there's the map, off you, f- <laughs> and that's it, and that's it. It's not it's not like you've got a quest over here, you've got a little scroll to pick up over here, oh, there's an enemy, there's a big hard enemy over here that you need to kill. There's fifty feathers to collect. And and it's just like, forget it. You're putting me off your game with your sheer amount of icons. By making me do chores. Yeah, that's what it feels like. If I wanted to do chores, I would clean my f***ing bedroom. (laughs) There's a reason it's a shit hole. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I'm playing this game to escape my shit hole bedroom. (laughs) And you're making me clean up your map. Forget it. But yeah, um, overall, I think they did a smashing job, really. They showed 34 games, some really, really good ones in there, some remakes some sequels you know i thought it was really really solid so well done to playstation sony because they absolutely smash it out of the park i liked it though actually the, <laughs> the funniest bit it. for me <laughs> i did like it the funniest bit for me was what's his face on the uh intro reading from the teleprompter and it just kept cutting after every time he finished a sentence and then he would move like that old school youtuber <laughs> vibe where like they'd do the quick cut editing and he would be like on the other side of the screen and then the other side of the screen. <laughs> like low production. Yeah, <laughs> they did. Yeah. His name Jim Ryan, is it? Yeah, Jim Ryan. Yeah. And he just, like, but it's just, he was so clearly reading from like a teleprompter. <laughs> it's like when you watch those, those uh, interviews of Mark Zuckerberg t- trying to like big up the metaverse <laughs> and he's, and he's like waving his hands about loads. Oh, it's just the cringest thing in it. <laughs> So like, come on, Jim, learn your lines, mate, learn your lines. I loved playing that with my friends in the lockdown. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it made you loads of money. Yeah, very well done to Sony and PlayStation. Lots to look forward to there. I'm excited for all the things to come. Well, that was the main topic this week because it took up about an hour. So we're going to swiftly move on to... Go on, you can say something. No, it's just when you said Sony then, it, I just had the... You know, the it was so weird. Because I haven't thought about it for ages, but you know the sound effect of uh, on PlayStation One when you load up a game and it's like boom, 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 or yeah, whatever, yeah, yeah. however it goes. 
Yeah. I just had that, like, I heard it in my head when you said Sony. I was just like, that was really weird. <laughs> yeah. Mate, well, bringing back the memories, bringing back the memories. So Reflect Selects this week is a game called Return to Grace. Uh, this is coming out on Tuesday, the 30th of May uh, on PC only. It's developed by Creative Bytes Studios. They did the Veil Shadow of the Crown, which was a 3D audio adventure. So it's like no visual aids in this game. So it's, uh, it's kind of, it's, it's really weird. It's like an action game, but you kind of have this weird light ambience while you're, that you're looking at, but you yeah. play it with headphones and then you press the buttons as things approach in your ear. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Really, I really, love, really, really love cool. an experimental game. Yeah. And I'd, I'd never heard of it before, but it looks, uh, it looks really interesting. The other game they've done before was called Embers of Mirim, which just looked like a pretty generic side scroller action platformer. Not nothing really particularly sort of unique about it, but I've only watched, you know, a couple of trailers on it just to get some notes for this, but I don't want to talk it down. So yeah, Return to Grace, the blurb is you play as a space archaeologist, A.D. Ito, who has unearthed the ancient resting place of an AI god and one-time caretaker of the solar system known as Grace, which sounds f***ing cool already. Yeah. The only inhabitants of the site are fractured variations of the Grace AI, each with its own quirky personality and unknown motives. AD must choose which personalities to build relationships with as she seeks to uncover the secret of why Grace was shut down a thousand years ago. So that as a blurb, I think is really fucking cool. Yeah. It sounds really, really good. I love the look at this. Um, the environments give me big Bioshock vibes. It's like this art deco-y style, but very sci-fi. It's kind of like a narrative-driven first-person adventure game by the looks of it. And you kind of pick up these discarded AIs as you go through and they've all got different voices and personalities and you communicate with them and then slowly sort of unravel the story as you go. So it's choice based in that sense. Um, and it's been a long, it's, it's been a long time since I played something like this, like a bit of a walking simulator where yeah. like the last one I, rem- I remember playing, which I really, really enjoyed was um, Gone Home. Oh, you ever play that? Yeah, I have played Gone Home. I was trying to think, what's the last one I played as well? But yeah, Gone Home's very good. So yeah, I thought this looked awesome. It's it's got all the all the makings of a really really cool game, I think. And they're obviously one of those studios that's pushing the their creative boundaries with specific games like that 3D adventure, The Veil. Um, yeah. So that's Return to Grace. Yeah, the last um, walking sim type game I played was Everybody's Gone to Rapture. That was really good. Oh yeah, yeah, set in England, isn't it? Yeah, and in like a little English village. Yeah, yeah. And um I think my favourite one of all time actually thinking about it is probably Firewatch. Oh mate, yeah. Absolutely. What a game that is. Fantastic Even game. Sure, but yeah, I think that really um really style in propelled that the genre. Stunning. Oh, Ollie Moss, isn't it? Ollie, Ollie Moss. Ollie Moss. I've got a um genuine Ollie Moss Firewatch print. Genuine. Genuine, baby. Yeah, it's lush. Yeah, so that's Reflect Selects, Return to Grace, out on PC on Tuesday the 30th of May. Uh, check that out. What have you got coming out this week on Loot the Truth? I've uh, bumped this one up the queue because it's more relevant, but it's going to be the first episode of us playing Redfall. Ooh, okay. What's yeah. the relevancy of that then? Well, it's just new game, isn't it? 
Oh, okay. Yeah. Fair. I wanted to get it out whilst it's still new. While the topic's um, hot. Exactly. Yeah. And it's it's basically us getting through the intro this episode. We play the full first level, get a feel for the game a little bit. Um I mean, yeah, you you'll hear what we have to say about it in the video, to be honest. But Yeah. Sadly. Yeah. Great. But it was it made a good video. There's a really <laughs> so good bit when the, when you first find the, the first vampire. Because we were talking the whole time in the way we're like, we're never going to be able to beat these vampires. Look at them. And then you, and then I've run off on my own, obviously, as I always do. And I was just scavenging loot. And you, and you were just somewhere else in the map going, mate, I found a vampire. I found a vampire. And then the music's like, boom. And you're like, oh my God, he's got so much health. He's got so much health. <laughs> they were so quick. And then you just, it turns out they just do no damage and you can just kill them really easily. But yeah, so that's out this week on Loot the Truth. Yes. A little Red Fool special. That'll do us for this week. Thanks for sitting through that. That's a big. That's probably the biggest episode we've done so far. But we we got through a lot, so I'm happy with that. Lots of games. Thirty-four games. It's a lot to talk yeah. about. We just talked about thirty-four games. Probably well, we, more than thirty-four. We talked about hundred last week. So. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's a really good point. Yeah. So we're getting worse, if anything, and taking longer. <laughs> and taking longer. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> right nice one for listening guys thanks ever so much con for joining as always no problem we'll see you all in episode 13 peace out